Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Safe drivers save up to 20% with insurance. Get a quote at AAA.com slash insurance. Ladies and gentlemen, tuned in. New episode, Music is a Love Language. I'm your host, Clint Coley. No AKAs. No, I'm not promoting nothing. Let's just get right into it. First, to my left, my guest today. I'm still here in D.C., so you see me with the same outfit on I got with another episode. I just shot three of these in a day because I wanted to tap in. But LaVar Walker, comedian extraordinaire, is uh, is at the Arlington Drive House. Comedians link up on the road. Yeah. People didn't know that. Like, we actually friends in real life. Yeah, that's real. Like, we talk. All the time, because Clint don't want it. <laughs> so, that, want it. that is, yo, for real quick, uh, I just want y'all to know, when he calls me and says, I don't want it, it's, it's really just, we talk about how, you know, Hey, man, you could be as funny as you want to be. You be as talented as you want to be. You ain't got no work after the fuck we doing. I appreciate you always holding me accountable, Mr. Walker. Yeah. He'll man. call me. You don't want it, man. It'd be 3 in the <laughs> afternoon. You still sleep, nigga, ain't you? <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, man, LaVar Walker on the yes, podcast. Yes, yes. What's going on? I'm glad to be here, man. You know, this is my first time. Proud of you, man. You Thank you, man. Clint, do it all. You appreciate see you it. hustling, man. Super entrepreneur, man. Thank so. You. Appreciate I'm happy it. to be here, man. Glad to be glad you came. All right. Look, we're gonna get into particulars. They're gonna get to know you a little bit later. We can do all that. Yeah. Let's just have a simple conversation. All right. This is music is the love language. LaVar Walker, one thing I know about you, you born and raised in Chicago, Illinois. Right. But then you went to college in Louisiana. That's true. Xavier to be exact. Right. What were the years that you went to Xavier, Mr. LaVar Walker? Mm-hmm. From 95 to 2002. 95 to 2002, you were at Xavier University in Louis- in New Orleans, Louisiana. That's correct, yeah. I want y'all to do me a favor if you're listening to this podcast in your Honda or your Beamer or your Legend or your Benz. I want you, even if you're not from New Orleans, blah, 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 blah. I want you to think about what you think New Orleans was like for an 18-year-old man. From nineteen from nineteen ninety five to two thousand two, think of the music of who's in New Orleans, who's coming out of New Orleans, that is there from ninety five to o two. So, Levar Walker, this episode is called the soundtrack to your college years. Okay, I'm going to tell you the soundtrack. You're going to tell me the soundtrack to your college years. I'm going to tell you the the, uh, the soundtrack to my college years, which was Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, two thousand five. To 2009. Okay. So, I want you to, let's start with you. Soundtrack to your colleges. 95, you step on, you step on, you know, Xavier's campus. Right. You from Chicago. So, what, what are you, are you putting other niggas on the music? Well, I, I mean, when I, when I, <clears throat> when I went to New Orleans, that was my first time going was when I started college. Mm-hmm. So, the New Orleans music that I was hearing was was called bounce music. Now, you know I ain't never known. No, listen, you don't find so out that, about bounce music till you get there. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, yo, what's this shit? And I, I, I did. 
it would, it didn't catch me at the time. And that's okay. That's Once okay. you live there, while you like, oh shit, this motherfucking bounce shit go hard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You just be in the club mm-hmm. like drunk or some shit. Like man, this shit riding out. You know what I'm saying? But like the soundtrack, the soundtrack of my college years yes. would be, of course, you know, Tupac and Biggie. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because yes. that was one year before they both died. Mm-hmm. Uh. Shit, man. A ball, MJG. Uh, Look at Space Age uh, pimping. Yes, man. Space, I want you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shit, Outcast, mm-hmm. uh, No Limit, of course. So let's, I want to talk Cash about Cash no Money. In I want to talk about, let me, let me, yeah. I want to pause you real quick. Let's talk about No Limit real quick. Yeah. 95. Right. You in 95, 90, now it's about 90, between 95, we'll just say it's 95, 96, 97. Right. You down in New Orleans. Right. Talk to me about the No Limit movement before the oh. before the world caught on. Oh, I used, to, I, I used to see Master P and uh, his brother, they would be on campus passing out flyers. Uh, matter of fact, matter of fact, the girl... That played his girlfriend in that Ice Cream Man movie. Was it the Ice Cream the Man? The, the Ice Cream Man. Uh, you remember the movie? It was a. It was a No Limit. Movie. I remember the No Limit movie. It was bullshit, but it, it wasn't. I got the hookup, but this was like a drama or some yeah. shit. <laughs> but the actual girl that played his girlfriend, she was a pharmacy student. With you know, because I yeah, graduated you were pharmacy, from, yeah, yeah, from pharmacy school. So I saw the whole thing, man. He was passing out shit. Uh, Cain and Abel, mm. who were the twins on the on the record, they went to Xavier, so they were my neighbors. Like them niggas lived like a couple doors down from me. Like yeah. So man. let me let me ask you this: <clears throat> Were you a not a fan, but like when you first went down there and you're hearing this for the first time, right? Yeah. What does it sound like to you? Are you like, yo, this is dope, or are you like, yo, like what is this bullshit? Like, um, I, I always want to know, right? Like. I can't be, I, I'm going to be honest. I'm in D.C. I didn't say this on another episode, but I'm going to say it here. Yeah. The first time I heard Go-Go, I didn't like it. Mm. The first time, like, I visited Howard, the first time, like, I really heard, like, Go-Go music, I was like, what is this, right? Right, right. And then, no, but you got to find the Go-Go that you like, and then you got to find what how it, how, it, how it relates to you and parties and stuff like that. So I'm asking you, you not you from Chicago? You not hearing these No Limit records? No. But are you hearing them at parties? And what's your what? How I guess what's your what do you how, what what I, like? Are you like damn this is dope? Or are you like ah? Right, or it took a while to catch on. Uh. And again, I'm sorry y'all for my voice, it, man. It, I've been having a good time took, in DC. It took a little while because he he had some whack shit out there. Fucking hootie hoo. That shit was trash. And he had some whack <laughs> shit out, bro. Like yeah, hootie hoo. Oh, but uh, Mama Lou, I ain't, yeah, I ain't yeah, like it either. He, and then he kind of bit like that it. from Outkast. Like, he just did, because Outkast had the Hootie Who song. So, mm. some of that shit was wack, but, like, that No Limit Soldier, like. Did you feel like a like soldier? My, my homie, my <laughs> homie had, <laughs> the, had the whip with, with all the beat in it. You know, he had all the sounds. What kind of car was it? What was that shit? Like a Maxima or something, man. First of all, let's, let's be clear real quick. Around 97, nigga, a, a 97 Nissan Maxima. That was hard. That's a hard-ass car in 90. If you drive, if, if you, you niggas wasn't outside back then. Nah, but if you saw somebody man. in a 97. Clean Maxima? Who, black with the. With that tan leather? 
Oh, that motherfucker was nasty. That was a that's a beautiful. I want a Nissan. I still want a '97 Nissan Max. So he he had the beat in that shit, man. That motherfucker. I'm talking about. He had the beat, beat. He mm-hmm. had the fucking amps and the mm-hmm. fucking. Teams. That shit was shaking, shaking, nigga. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we was driving. That motherfucker put that no no limit sold. Boy, that shit. I was like, oh, this motherfucker get <laughs> off, nigga. Boop, boop. That dog just the, the my bad. The we got drum. Dominic Toretto outside. Yeah, the, the bass and the <laughs> drum line and that shit. That mm-hmm. shit got off, nigga. I was like, oh yeah, this shit ride. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, P put out a lot. That he was put a lot thing. out. A lot you know of what I'm saying? Out. So I ain't not. You know, he had some winners. You know what I'm saying? He had some <laughs> losers too. You know what I mean? Well, now what was the pulse of New Orleans around that time? Around him, though. So let's take your experience out of it, and you're experiencing other people's experience. What was it like, like for New Orleans around that time when you would see New Orleans people? Like, did they? How hard did they fuck with it? Oh, they fucked with it. They fucked with that. Like, shit. I mean, you talk about knowing every word and yes, dude, they fucked with that shit, bro. They fuck, they fucked with that. That no limit and that mm-hmm. whole rap movement, man. Like, was niggas like, yo, you got it? Like, was it like, yo, you got to hear this new P out the trunk? You gotta hear this new such and such. Yeah, man, niggas was niggas was on it. Like niggas was they was going hard in the paint for that shit, bro. That was like Master P was like a superhero or some shit. And then he was a that, god out there. Yeah, then out of that you had baby and Sam, yeah. I'm gonna get to them in a second. You know what I'm saying so. Yeah, bro, that shit was. They was. They it's got to be like I, you know, I, and and you know we look at hindsight, right? It's got to be a dope thing to watch. Something catch on fire before the world catches it. Right. Don't forget my first intro, my introduction to Master P, because I was ten years old. You know what I'm saying? But my introduction to Master P was essentially, you know, uh, um, uh, make him say, mm, uh. yeah, yeah." That was my introduction. Right. But to you, nigga, that's old shit. By that, right, by that, right, by that point, right, right. Do you remember the first time you heard that record before it came out, like to the masses? And was and how was it? How did it hit? In New Orleans. It was crazy. The motherfuckers was going crazy, man. I'm telling you, the DJs. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Spinning that shit. Niggas, you know what I'm saying? Cause them niggas had that bounce music and shit, mm-hmm. and they play the masterpiece shit. Niggas mix it in with yeah. Riding, man. Let's yeah, talk yeah. about cat. Let's talk about Cash Money real quick. Yeah. Now you watch the origins of them too. Yeah. I, Do you I, remember little, seeing little, Baby Swim Slim? Like, I remember seeing Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne used to come on campus a lot because really? Xavier Xavier had all the pretty pretty girls. Man. Not Dillard. Now Dillard was cool, but Xavier really <laughs> like Xavier had him. Yeah. And, uh, Everybody would come up, man. Matter of fact, in ninety, in ninety six, see this is how you know you about to get a good old age. Yeah, but but you got to really think in about 90, it. Yeah, yeah, back in, in it was ninety six. In ninety six, Biggie and Puff were were playing. Um, they were playing New Orleans, mm. and they had an opening act. Some guy, his name was Jay Z. Oh, Jay Z was opening it at the time. Wow. Yeah. And uh, I remember in 1996, I was like, man, 
He was like, yeah, they, they got a rapper named Jay-Z. I'm like, I don't want to meet no motherfucking Jay-Z. Where AZ, you know what I'm saying? Like, AZ, AZ was, AZ was, was that shit. nigga. Niggas forgot him. Yeah. Like, who the fuck is Jay-Z? And so, mind you, you down south, so too. Look, Y'all not like... Right, yeah. so look, look what I do. I was like, you know what, man? I'm going to go take a picture with this nigga. Just, you know what I'm saying? Because he might make it or something. And, Bro, I mean, like, a year later, nigga, this was, like, my favorite rapper. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he was the truth, bro. I'm like, oh. So that's the first time you saw Jay-Z? I met 90s, him. 90s, you met him. I met him. Where's the picture? Down? Nigga, I can't find that bitch, bro. Because that shit, that shit probably but developed somewhere. I swear, somewhere. bro, like, I met him. He was cool. He was a nice guy. He had glasses <laughs> and shit on. He, you know what I'm saying? He was odd looking, you know. <laughs> But that motherfucker was a nice dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What was y'all talking about? I mean, I didn't know what, because I didn't know who the fuck. You ain't know him, yeah. You, you know, like when you in college, man, they have artists and shit they come got, on campus and kids <laughs> that just come up to you. Hey, who knows? You know what? That's a fact. You know, you know, know we, as comedians, we I've done colleges. And back in the day, like, niggas would come up to me, take a picture. They don't know who I am, what I'm going to be, no. what you think. Just, that's so, true. You know, they might, might pop off. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I mean, we just, he was like, yeah. What was he wearing? What else? He had glasses? Was that he? nigga had the glasses on. He had on a uh, Kango hat. Oh, he had on a Kango hat with like a Nautica button down on. First of all, let's talk about Nautica real quick in 96. Nautica was the shit. <laughs> a Nautica. Nautica? <laughs> Man, forget about it, bro. Nigga, you, nigga, I remember I had this Nautica jacket that I used to wear to school. It was the... It was said on the, you know, on the side, it was say like J class or somebody. Y'all know that when I, I'm going to find this jacket, but it was like a nice, like spring yeah. blue, yeah. blue and yellow Nautica jacket. You saw the boat on the side. When did Nautica get corny? I don't fucking know what happened to Nautica, bro. Cause like, yo, a Nautica. I guess, I guess maybe it just got too like, cause you know, that shit would be on sale a lot in Dillard's. Like, I used to get my shit out of Dillard's, nigga. That shit, that shit to stay on the 80% off sale, nigga. I get my little button downs and shit. But, like, a, yo, but back in the day, like, if you had a Nautica t-shirt on, nigga, that was gear. No, that shit, you was nice. You was, you was, you, yeah. You I used had, to like them button downs, though, dog. They had great button downs, too, yeah. What happened in, they had great, did y'all wear Nautica jeans, too? But, it, but no, I'm gonna tell you what happened to Nautica. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what happened to Nautica. You know what happened to Nautica? What? Kanye. He wore Nautica and fucked it up? Or no. he wore polo? No, when he, dog, that nigga kind of changed fashion, bro. Because when Kanye, when he first hit, like his style was killing. Like he had every nigga at the club with the with a with a with a suit jacket on and the jeans. Yeah. Pocket squares. That was Every nigga was dressed like Kanye, bro. So you're saying, you're saying Nautica he changed fashion. Nautica didn't uh, adjust with the times. Well, cause, well, Polo, because yeah, Kanye had kind of made Polo like red hot, right? Yeah. And Polo and Nautica's like, you know, like cousins. Yeah, well, it was cousins, yeah, yeah, I agree. Nautica so, was more sportwear, though, but Polo, see, for me, and it's crazy we talking 90s fashion on this, John. It's wild, but like when I was growing up, I remember a polo shirt was 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 gear too. That was gear. A polo, or even yeah. and not even just the, the 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 actual polo shirt. Even a t shirt that said "Polo Ralph Lauren Established 19th." That yeah. was you. Yeah. You had something nice on. 
Right, and we were, you know, growing up poor, we were all label whores. You got to yeah. see my, my shit, nigga. You got to know <laughs> I paid this $100 for this motherfucker. Facts. You see this logo. You Facts. know what I'm saying? Facts. But I think, like, with Kanye, mm. they pushed us towards, like, high fashion. So now the drip is... Saint Laurent, yeah, Celine. Yeah. Well, then the drip now is 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 it's high fashion. Is high, but here's the crazy part, right? I don't own no high fashion because I feel like you could support a rent. Like we're not in the days anymore. We're back in the day. A label determined how we felt about your clothes. Like remember growing up? Like I remember, nigga. I remember my mom bought me a fake Tommy Hilfiger shirt. Did you nope. get called out? Yes, nigga. My mm. mom ruined me for at least a good six weeks oh, for that. Oh, I know, nigga. Dude. My mom, I, mom, and if I'm lying, I'm dying. She put, she bought me a fake Tommy Hilfiger shirt from Young World in Philly, right? Anybody in Philly, you remember Young World? She got me a fake Tommy Hilfiger shirt. I'm over here like, yo, yeah, this is my, you know what I mean? Ward the school. Nigga, check the tag. Nigga <laughs> said, you gonna get this fake ass shit out of here. And I, I, yo, I got teased all nigga, day. I know. Nigga said, yo, your shirt Fugazi. Your shirt. <laughs> nigga, I know it was hot in that shirt, nigga. Nigga, that was the worst day of my just, life in just, school. Just to walk in and just see the first nigga about to come, <laughs> he about to come over there to you. The nigga be like, yo. Yeah, but kids don't do <laughs> that. Yo, Clint, what's up, man? And <laughs> they start circling around forget. like vultures. My homeboy, this is how it started. I came to school. I was wearing, like, see, if you corny in school, they don't bother you, right? Because it's like if you're wearing fake clothes and we talk about you, you ain't going to respond, so it don't really matter, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Me, I think I'm a cool nigga. I come to school. I'm wearing my Tommy shirt. I'm thinking it's real. I'm excited. Like, yeah, I got a Tommy shirt. Yeah. And then my boy Marcus, I never get, he walked up to me. He's like, yo, what's up, Clint? What's up? He was like, yo, your shirt is cute. Like on some funny shit. Oh. And he was like, let me see. Did like this. He's like, yeah, nigga. And it just, it didn't stop. It was like, you know how you get booed? It's like a swarm, it's like one nigga Ooh. boo, and then it's a swarm of booze. Yeah, yeah. It was one nigga talked about my shirt. And then at lunch that day, I had nothing. I had Damn. nothing. I had no comeback. What am I gonna say to this? Nigga. My shirt is fake. But nigga. You gonna have to fight. You just gotta fight here, goddamn. No, because it's like it, you nigga. gotta take these jokes, dog. Yeah, but fuck this fake. I'll beat your <laughs> ass, though. That's that's what it's nigga. gonna do. I'll beat your I, ass. And though. then I came home. I came home. Told my mom. I said, "Mom, you bought me a fake Tommy Hilfiger shirt." She on the phone with her girlfriend, cracking the fuck up. Like I, I like 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 she knew it was fake when she did it. And I'm just like, why would you put me through that in school, yo? Like that's oh, how you know. My God. Put me through the old eye net, bro. I'm sorry. I, we got off on a tangent about clothes. But my mom. Did she? Have, did you have to wear them karate shoes? No, I had to wear them. <laughs> no, no, I had to wear them. You don't remember them niggas I, in them karate shoes yeah, in the 80s, yeah, nigga? Oh, them shit used to come in a fucking cellophane bag, bro. Yeah, no, nah, my mom. Yeah, I never did. <laughs> Them karate shoes. I do want to talk about though the gear because music and gear kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, right? man. Like I'm trying to think, what did Master P make? Like as far as fashion, right? He had the P Miller gear, but what did he make? Like, okay, was Master P dressing how niggas in New Orleans was dressing? Like, how was niggas in New Orleans dressing from '95 around from '95 to about '97? Them, but you got two. You got some super stylish niggas in New Orleans. Then you mm -hmm. got the super ghetto niggas. I want to hear both. 
the stylish niggas, you know what I'm saying? They was more doing like just nice slacks and shit. Nice the, slacks. Yeah, niggas was rocking slacks with the button downs mm-hmm. and shit like that in the nineties. That mm-hmm. was fly. Cause I, I'm a noob, so mm-hmm. oh, yeah, you know, sometimes I, 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 yeah, nigga, I, I rock a bow tie with mm-hmm. the suspenders and mm-hmm. shit, keep it clean. I, you know, I just do. And that I was shit. doing that in the nineties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I was on some. I get on some preppy shit. Mm-hmm. Like you feel me? Um, mm-hmm. And then you had the. The hood ones, they would kind of be matching and shit with the Bally, the Bally sneakers called Garanimals. Garanimals. And they would have like everything like matching and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, every, so it was like red Most, shirt, most ghetto red, niggas be matching. Jeans, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Blue sneaks. <laughs> yeah, niggas, you know, ghetto niggas are match. They be some matching niggas. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? So That's true, though. You're right, though. You know what I mean? Nigga uh, have on a red dicky shirt. <laughs> gotta wear the red dicky fucking yeah. pants. And then you gotta wear the red Timberlands. Yeah, like- Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, But the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Like, yeah, man, it'd be some matching matching motherfuckers, man. So, I remember so New Orleans fashion for me, right? I don't know if they were the first to do it, I don't know how it, but I was like, Cash Money made me wear white tees more. Oh, yeah, them shits. Cash Money, if you ever look at Cash Money's like old video, they always like, if you look at like the number one stunning video. All them niggas, and this is number one stunning. That was when the Kings of Comedy came out. So what was that, 99, right? About 99. Nigga, they all got on fresh white T-shirts. Nigga, yeah. And like Jabot jeans. Yeah. Which that's another thing. Like Jabot jeans. Nigga. I ain't catch on the Jabots till I was in high school. Nigga, that T-shirt era was a motherfucker. Nigga, I was about 100... 60 pounds doing the t-shirt there, nigga. I'm in that bitch like, I'm like, yo, y'all ain't got no more triple X's in this bitch. <laughs> nigga, I remember. Nigga, we, that we, that we, shit have come down past my knees. But nigga. they was the first ones, that, I don't know if they was the first to really do that, but they was the first ones I saw where it was like, their, their gear was blue jeans, probably either some Timberlands or some, or, some, or some sneaks. They had white t-shirts on and all just wore like bandanas. Nigga, the best jeans was them dark denim polo jeans. Ooh, that was the best jean. That really dark, dark denim, denim po- polo dark polos. Jeans. Yeah, man. I remember, yeah, yeah Jabos. I remember. Yeah. And this is you know we talking nineties. I remember, yo. Now that I think about it, Nautica jeans was right, yo. My favorite shit in the nineties though was guest jeans. Guest yeah, jeans was, was like. Guest jeans was like no, we're not. You talking about 97, 98. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Guest yeah. jeans was hard. Like now, now, we went through a whole fashion thing of like in the early nineties, like ninety one, ninety two, used, used and damaged jeans, and then Carl Kanai. <laughs> That's what we went through. Carl Kanai. Yes. Carl First of all, Kanai. I just remember his name spelled like incur- <laughs> he had the best signature. Carl Canal had the best Nigga. signature. Bro, my daddy bought me a Carl Canal outfit, dude. Oh, I had all the hoes. <laughs> Nigga, I was like, that shit was flat in the motherfucker because he had that Canal going mm-hmm. sideways. Nigga, mm-hmm. I came in that bitch. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. ooh, they was jocking, dog. I don't know how we got my daddy fashion, only, nigga. We just, my daddy only bought me one of them hoes, though, bro. And then but I one, started, sometimes, but you, like one, sometimes one outfit is all you need. But look, but look, but look what we started doing, right? So I had one. I knew another nigga with a different one. 
Nigga, we all start trading clothes. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, dog. Look, man. But look, it got ridiculous, bro, because I'm like, I trade this nigga my damage suit, right? And then he'd give me his. But then I think this nigga would trade my shit off to another nigga. That's, so I'm that's like, wild. That's wild. I'm like seeing a random nigga. I'm like, I know that's my motherfucking <laughs> <laughs> It started circulating. See, I bro. couldn't. Yeah, you can't. Like that's that's ass to me, dog. Like if I trade you, my nigga, like I trade you. But I but you ain't got no proof. Like definitely you know what got I'm no saying. <laughs> nah, that ain't. Nah, that, that ain't yours, nigga. I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? That's facts. It's facts. I'm more so. I'm only why I'm talking about fashion so much is because also during your college years, what you wore also. Depicted what you look, what you were listening to, and what you like, what you wore was important too. Because don't forget, your college years—that's when you're going out. Mm-hmm. You, this is the first time you're legit outside. Oh yeah, you yeah. outside in high school, but it's different in college. Outside high high school, outside and college outside is totally different. You agree with yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like high school right. outside Chicago was cool. You know what I'm saying? But college outside New Orleans. Yeah, that shit was amazing. That was different. So, I, like, you know, because you you just independent. You know, you you get into your independence. Like, right. I'm not in my mom and them house no more. Right. I, I'm starting to be a man. I'm starting to figure shit out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And you, and you just grow. You know, it's just exciting. You, right. You spreading your wings and you yeah, flying. Now. Exactly. So, I think, yeah, the soundtrack to your college. So, right now, we're talking, I mean, outside of Tupac and Biggie, because we know 95, 96. Yeah. But you got uh, the New Orleans situation. So you got, you know, Cash Money. Yeah. You got, uh, what was the other one? Um, no Limit. Yeah. And then uh, I'm going to ask you, give me give me two more uh, that's New Orleans based that uh-huh. only people who went to Xavier would know about during your college years music wise. And then I'm going to give y'all mine. So give me, so you're going to give me, you're going to give me two more either artists, groups or whatever you like, but only specific. To Xavier from '95 to '02. I can't. I can't remember that. I can't remember. No, I, I don't like, <laughs> nigga. You got my motherfucking eyes about to go cross, thinking. <laughs> I don't. I like. I don't. That, that was just be cool. specific to New Orleans. Think about it. Just think about it. Think about it. Damn, dude. I can't. I can't. Think you ain't got nothing. It's all no, good. I have nothing. It's all good. Um, I want to ask you this though, right? No Limit precedes Cash Money. Right. But when Cash Money came out, yeah. What 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 was what give me the what kind of who who do you think had more impact at the time that they hit New Orleans main We're not talking about mainstream. New Orleans like the scene though, right? Who who had the bigger impact would you say? Cash Money. Them motherfuckers hit like a motherfucking meteorite, bro. They, they <laughs> a were, hurricane. They were just, oh my goodness, dude. The impact that they had, man, they was they they dominated, man. They dominated. They dominated, bro. Because yeah. at that time, I don't know if anybody, no limit wasn't really popping no more, man. They just kind of moved them out the way, seemed like, you know. I mean, I mean, and that's the thing, right? Were were people in New Orleans choosing, or was it just like Everybody just knew, like, hey, man, we, we love you, but this is them niggas. It's their time now. I think, like, Master P's business model of just quantity over quality, 
kind of kind of hurt him. You know what I'm saying? Whereas I baby, agree. he put out a lot right, of music, yeah. right? Whereas baby had. You know what I'm saying? You got Wayne, you got Juvie, BG, Turk. BG, Turk. You know Manny what I mean? Fresh. Can we talk about him? Yes, for a second? he a monster. So he had he had to you know he just worked with those guys, but P was signing everybody, man. Yeah. Matter of fact, it was a motherfucker used to drive me. I was working at a hospital, and the and the van man that drove the van, this nigga was signing the Master P. <laughs> and listen. What was so crazy, dog? <laughs> when we on the van, they had a they had this nigga on a billboard. He was on a billboard, bro. We would drive by that shit, and I was like, "Oh shit!" This nigga, this nigga was the van driver, dog. He was man. He was signing every any motherfucker. He'll find a nigga on the street, nigga, take you do a photo shoot, put you in that digital shit, man. He. Bruh, he signed like, every because you think you could have got signed. Hell yeah, I probably could have got signed <laughs> if I was on. Some, you, oh, you know who else went to Xavier? Mercedes, the uh, the, oh, the rapper. Yeah. yeah, man, she was she was a class under me. Yeah, she's a Xavier uh, grad. Dope. Good for her. Yeah, man. Good for her. From Detroit. From Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we gonna move up the timeline a little bit. All right, and um. Here's my college experience. Yeah. 2005 to 2009. The first thing I got to mention is, nigga, this is the height of the crunk era. Right. So you moved to Atlanta in 02. Right. You know what I'm saying? For me, in college, nigga, yes. I was snapping my fingers and I was doing my motherfucking step. Every... Like, and I liked all of them. Like, when I say liked it, but I, I was in the club dance tour. Mm. D4L, them franchise boys, they sucked as rappers. They had, but but the, right. but the sh- I couldn't deny that the shit, the music was, right. like, it was fun. It was, yeah. a, it was a fun era at the club that, around that time. You know what I'm saying? That's, the, that's one of the soundtracks of my life. So, I'm not going to just say one artist. I'm going to say the entire crunk era. So, we talking Lil John, Eastside Boys. We talking Yin Yang Twins. We talking, uh, you know, them franchise boys, D4L. I don't really know about Soldier Boy per se, mm-hmm. but I, I ain't fuck with him, but I understand he was around too. Right. Um, My second soundtrack to my college years. Shit, I even, Houston had a big scene around that time too. Nigga, Mike Jones. Oh, yeah. Nigga, you talk about a meteorite, dog. Yeah. Mike Jones in 05? Yeah. Let me ask a question, dog. What happened to this nigga? I don't know, dude. Mike Jones? Who? How'd it go? If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. It was he just two eight one three three zero eight zero zero four. Did you you called him? I called him. Did he pick up? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I heard it was a real number, but no, nah, the nigga. I called him. Damn. Yeah. I called him from my house phone too. Yeah, Houston was kicking ass too, man. I remember that. Um, 
Now, I mean, I will say Kanye is entering his height and stuff like that. And that was my college years too. But that was more so on the studying side. Like who I was really like. What year did Kanye hit? 05? So his first album, the college dropout was 04. Yeah. So we talking 05, late registration drops. 07, graduation drops. Like, yeah, dog. But I'm forgetting somebody very important. Two people very important. As a matter of fact, you know what? I got to just say the city of Atlanta ran my college years. I forgot nigga T.I. and Jeezy were, and Lil Wayne. They were them Nigga, I remember Lil Wayne, the Carter 2 came out in 06, if I'm not mistaken, with the fire. I, nigga, yeah. that was 06? Yeah. Bruh. And then at that time, don't forget, them motherfucking mixtapes. So, mm. like, he had a mixtape with him and Joel Santana. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that joint. But he had, uh, what was it? Would you remember that mixtape? I'm sorry, I'm talking about man Mark Z. He's still here. There was a Lil Wayne mixtape with Joel Santana. Mm. I can't, yeah, that's exactly what it is. I can't feel my face. Yep. Wow. So that was my college years. Um, nigga. Yeah, Jeezy for sure. Like, Jeezy got a special place in my heart. Mm. You know, little did I know, like, when I watched these BMF documentaries and shit like that, mm. right? I remember going to Atlanta and seeing these niggas. Mm-hmm. Like, now, I didn't see them, like, but I remember, like, seeing these yeah, niggas. Like, Jeezy used to come to the comedy shows. Yeah. Shit. He's a T.I., you know, he's doing oh, comedy. Oh, T.I. stayed at the state. Well, clearly, but. Yeah, but now he's doing comedy. So, yeah, man. Somebody is banging on the door. Oh, door locked, bro. That's crazy. Oh, man. I don't know. Anyway, I'm sorry. He's yeah. still talking. But um, what was he talking about? Um, uh, so, yeah, Jeezy. Who else, man, doing my car? I'm going to go R&B. What was some R&B during your college years? Oh, What R&B was hitting during your college years? Shit, D'Angelo. Nigga, Maxwell. was 95. I forgot about that. Yeah, bro. Brown Sugar was 95. Yes, dog. D'Angelo, Maxwell, you know, R. Kelly was hitting. You know yeah, I mean, we, I get it. I get it. Uh, <laughs> it's the, it's the shit, way you then they, it, then they had, Then they had Avant. They had Avant. They had, bruh, they had everybody, bro. Like, I don't know what happened to good R&B music. But see, every, I, they think, I, don't think, R&B. I don't think nothing happened to it. I think, though, if we're talking about during your college years and R&B, right? Yeah. This is when you finally, like, really in a serious, you in some sort of relationship. Oh, yeah. You in some sort of like oh, if you yeah. when you were during your college years, yeah. you're in some sort. Oh, yeah. Somebody got you. There's yeah. somebody's room you're you're consistently going to. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like now that I think about it, not even just going out, but like if I'm just talking about my college years, like nigga, Neo plays a big part yeah. of my college of mine. Yeah. Um, mainly because I just remember this girl breaking my heart. I think I talked about it before. I'm gonna talk about it again. Not to say that I, I, I'm upset about it still, but. I just remember like catching this girl, like coming out of another nigga room. Ooh. Catching a girl coming out of another nigga room. I had to put on Neo. And that was your baby. Do, 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 <laughs> now look, how long was y'all dating? Probably like two months. Was he like one of them big football playing niggas? Or was... He was a basketball player. God damn. 
Big old tall nigga, huh? Good looking oh, too. Nigga, nigga, I, I mean, I ain't saying the nigga fine, but. <laughs> no, because I ain't like that. Like, you know what I mean? But you could admit when the nigga's handsome. So when she walked out of the room, did she put her head down? What did. She. No, she she didn't see me. I saw her. Oh. She didn't see me seeing her. So you felt like Duck on the Five Heartbeats. With, uh, <laughs> I felt like. With, remember when Duck found out his brother was messing <laughs> I was. Oh my God, Donald, was so Donald Duck. Remember when? Remember in the remember in the Where I Want to Be video with Donnell Jones when he banging on the like it was like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. one of those things. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Damn. What other R&B was hitting? Keisha Cole was a big. Oh, yeah. I love some Keisha, Keisha Cole. Keisha Cole. I loved her hood red ass. Dog, do you think that Mary J. Blige has maybe, like, done some things to sabotage Keisha Cole? I don't think she done. I think the public did. We really? People tried to anoint her as the next Mary J. Blige when you don't need to be the next Mary J. Blige. You just need to be Keisha Cole. But they so similar though. Not really though, right? Because Mary J. Blige got four or five championship rings. I call I call classic albums championship rings. She got right. about four of them at least. Right, right. Keisha Cole has zero. Yeah. She has great hit singles. Right. But she don't have a body of work that I'm like. Yeah. She ain't got no rings, and it's not it's it's not they're the same person, right? It's how do you articulate hurt the, right. to, to, for the masses to for the masses to not really accept it, but to be like, oh, I love this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. That's right. not easy. Yeah. And it's like, and I'm gonna be honest with you. If you already heard it in somebody else before, mm-hmm. chances are the second person who's doing the same thing, it's not that it's gonna sabotage you, but it's like, can you do it? Mary didn't better. Right. And she couldn't. Mm. You know, so it's like Whitney Houston. We'll take her for instance. Before Whitney Houston, R&B's golden girl was Diana Ross. Right. Could Whitney Houston be better than Diana Ross? The answer is, yeah. Yeah. You know, you see what I'm saying? You have to if you're going to be like somebody. Now, there's some cases where you can take influence from somebody and not necessarily be like them. So, like, think about. James Brown and Michael Jackson are not the same. Right. But you don't get Michael Jackson without James Brown. And Michael Jackson will tell you, I don't want to follow James Brown. Mm. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's not like Michael Jackson is better than James Brown. He took elements of James Brown and made him his own. Same mm. thing, that's what I can say about Chris Brown with Michael Jackson. And same thing with Usher. Mm. These guys are, I can't say Usher reminds me of Michael Jackson. I can't say Chris Brown reminds me of Michael Jackson. What I can say is I see the influence, though. Right. That's really all it got to be. Yeah. You know? It's real. So we, so we, let's go back to the R&B of, of your college real quick. You said, you said D'Angelo. You said uh, yeah. Brown Sugar was 95. Yeah. Erica Badu. 97. Maxwell. 90, yeah. 97. Yeah. Yeah, you three for three so far. Were y'all feeling that neo soul shit down south? Hell yeah! I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there. I mean, I was. I don't know, maybe because I was in college or some shit. But yeah, I love the neo soul vibe. No, I'm nigga. saying, but like, was it like, okay? I was dressing like Love Jones, nigga, when that shit came <laughs> out, nigga. Like shit, I was. Fuck you, there. Have, 
<laughs> nigga, I was wearing them leather coats and shit. <laughs> I got I putting them turtlenecks on, nigga. You wore leather like, coats? Hell yeah, looking like Carl Thomas. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real, bro. Like, yes, sir. That's funny as shit. Yeah, man. Well, I was on some preppy shit in, Did, in college. What, were there any big concerts that came to your campus? R&B artists? You yeah, dog. One, uh, you uh, see? one twelve. They pulled up when they was on. They was on fire, man. You, oh, they pulled up to Xavier. Yeah, bro. Yeah, was- hell yeah. They pulled up to Xavier and got out the van and shit. I'm like, oh shit, it's one twelve. We would often have artists to visit the campus. See, that's nigga, a- nigga, I was walking on the yard one day. Brian McKnight just sitting out there on the bench. I'm like, whoa, shit, Brian McKnight. Like, yeah, man, what's happening? <laughs> like, Why the fuck are you just out here, right? <laughs> yeah, but like, you know he's doing the show. He wasn't doing no fucking show. He was just there. He was just chilling. Well, then the way we know like, like, why if, is this nigga if he, chilling? Then if he had Xavier, we know sure, why he did. Yeah, yeah, but I'm like, <laughs> but, but it, it, he just, wasn't doing it, the it show. was <laughs> so like, it was so weird to me. Because I'm like, nigga, I only see you on TV. That's when being on TV was big. Yeah, seeing somebody on TV, yeah. Yeah, it was like they weren't real. Like, when you saw people on television. You so, you, I mean? you said you saw it now. How was the 112 show that you went, you, you went to? No, no, no. It wasn't a show. They, they just, just pulled came, up? They pulled up and jumped out of a van. And I guess they were doing an album promo or something like that. So, they, they just... was waving to the girls and shit. But I was like, oh, oh. That's dumb as shit. No, that, but that's what they used to do to do the promo for albums. Oh, it was promoting the album. Yeah. So, it was like a meet and greet? Yeah, but it was a surprise jump out because, like, on the yard, everybody be on the yard at a certain time of day. Oh, okay. You know, like, during lunch and shit, like, everybody Mm -hmm. on the yard. Mm -hmm. So they pulled up during that time and jumped out and, you know, had some signs and shit up. People had signs. Oh, the street team. Okay. Yeah, but the actual group. group would come to them. Pulled out. Yeah, yeah. That was, that's dope, actually. Yeah. Did they sing? No, nah, man, they just, you know, waved to the <laughs> girls, had the girls and shit going crazy. You know what I'm saying? They bounced. Yeah, yeah, people come. I saw Eric Benet. He came up to camp. Was it was I wouldn't care to see him. Why? I don't care about Eric Benet. He can sing. He, he can, can sing. But I I just let me ask a question. Can anybody give me an Eric Benet album that was fire? I I, I don't <laughs> no, the chocolate love or some he shit. He nothing chocolate about Eric Benet. No, he like chocolate women. He was cheating on Holly Berry, man. He'll always be remembered for that. I think everybody cheated on. Never mind. Me. <laughs> I just remember comments saying I was bad, but not as bad as Eric Benet. No, nigga, I think everybody, nigga, like damn. I don't know, you know. Shout out to Holly, but I don't. You know. <laughs> All right, man, we about to wrap up in a second. I got a question for you, though. Yeah. All right, last question. So, we talk about music during your college years and stuff. Is this the stuff that you still play today? Not really. I'm Like, what I'm bumping now, dog, is like old school 70s funk. You know what I'm saying? I've been bumping mm. like goddamn. You know what's cold? Go listen to that Claudine soundtrack. With Gladys Knight. It was produced by Curtis Mayfield. Like, that's what I'm about. First of all, like. we was just talking about Curtis Mayfield because he's from Chicago. Yeah. We was just talking about Curtis Mayfield on a previous episode. And I think we do mention Claudine. We mentioned Claudine, of course, uh, uh, 
Superfly. What? Yeah, Curtis Mayfield was in his bag. What? He just had a big, he had a bad accident. That's what, don't y'all think, I think Pharrell gets a lot of inspiration from Everybody gets inspiration from Curtis Mayfield. Like even, if we're being honest, right? We're talking about a singer-songwriter from Chicago in the 70s. He was a band. That means that there was another singer-songwriter who was born in the 60s who, you know, yeah. R. Kelly, I, I can't, you can't say that. Oh, and then too, I'll be bumping that Luther. I'll be bumping a lot so of you, Luther. You, you, you bumping stuff when you was a kid. You're not, you're not really, your college is, you, you're not bumping that. I don't really, you know what I'm saying? I was big. I was big on Jodeci, you know what I'm saying? But I ain't bumping a lot of Jodeci. I, I'm listening to the old school shit. I'm listening to the goddamn uh, uh, Frankie Beverly yeah. and Mays, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ohio players. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that shit just ride, man. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I get it. I get it. I get it. All right, LeVar, man. Well, I appreciate you coming through. Oh, it's all. So time man. out your day, man. It's all love. I man. appreciate you coming through, bro. No, anytime. I told you, know you, you plugging anything right now? Uh, yeah, check me out. Season two, Life and Beth Hulu. So that'll you be. Sound right. excited about it? I am. I am excited about it. So let me do it again. Hey guys, check me out if you're on the second season of Life and Beth on Hulu. Make sure you that watch it. Me that. You remember, 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 uh, in, uh, yo, you see top five Chris Rock Joe movie top five? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And like, they asked him to do like five different takes of like him promoting his movie. Uh, yeah. And he was put some stank on it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck bitch shit. <laughs> All right, man. Nah, man. Thank you, LeVar. All right, brother. Through, no man. doubt, man. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for laughing. This podcast is over. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.